I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. We are at the new moon in Virgo. Uh, new moon is in a grand trine Earth, so it's trining Pluto retrograde in Capricorn and Uranus retrograde in Taurus with what's called a kite or it's opposing uh, Neptune retrograde in Pisces. Um, super dense energy that uh, doesn't have anywhere to go because we're in so many retrogrades. So it, while this new moon is happening, Mercury is retrograde in Virgo. It'll go direct the day after the new moon. So on the 15th, right? Um, but it's still, it's still retrograde. And so uh, let's address let's address the elephant in the room straight out the gate. New moon in Virgo with Mercury retrograde in Virgo definitely can have you worried. Worried that you can't figure it out. You don't know what to do. You don't know if things are going to be okay. Uh, you can't see very far ahead. Being scared of like the unknown. So if you're feeling that way, like worry, generalized worry, then it's on time, <laughs> right? It's, it's, it's going it's, it's going to lift, but it's not going to lift right now. Um, you have to get Mercury direct, but then all the outer planets are still retrograde. And Venus is experimenting the rest of the year. So she's directing Leo now, um, and then the eclipses next month in October are in Venus-ruled signs, so in Taurus and Libra. Um, Jupiter retrograde in Taurus squaring Venus at the moment. Jupiter won't be direct until December 30th. So Venus is experimenting, and you need to let her. So heart-based things. It's... um, it's learning to find flow and beauty and um, balance and peace. And it's in um, opening up to a higher quality of life. In Leo, it would be based in the heart, okay? What does that mean to let her experiment? I think under this new moon, she's probably very aware that there are things in the way of her getting what she wants. And it probably will sit, will be something like, how did I end up here? Um, I think we have to be careful with Neptune retrograde involved and plus, and also Mercury retrograde is opposing Saturn retrograde in Pisces. It, it, there are all kinds of ways that you can try to escape. I mean, you can try to escape using substances for sure. But I also think it's in storytelling, not the art of storytelling. I'm saying reverting back to an old story. So like, um, well, let me just give you an example of what happened earlier today. I was thinking about some things that I want to see uh, move or change, or grow, or whatever, and I caught myself 
in my head telling the story of how we got here in the first place. And it always goes back to like childhood shit, right? And in the middle of it, I stopped myself and I'm like, this is, this is not useful at all. It, that is me escaping what has to change right here, right now in the current moment to keep telling that old story. I know that it's, I know that it's an old story because I don't have an emotional charge on it. It's just my thinking defaults to, well, it's because this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened. At this point in my life, I have done so much work. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how we got here. This is where we are. Okay. So as usual, I want to say very clearly, if you are early on in your healing journey, you definitely need to name what the things that have happened um, to get them out of the shadows for sure. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about if you have worked this, this shit down to the ground. Okay. <laughs> like, Oh God, this fucking story. And so it's, it's coming back to the current moment and it would be uh, probably something along the lines of what do you consider to be normal? Right. So like uh, when I'm working with clients and readings, um, it'll come up that there's like a pattern and how they treat themselves or a pattern in their relationships or a pattern in, you know, with their family or whatever. And I think, I think more often than not, people are surprised to, uh, to hear me say, do you understand that that's not normal? Like narcissism is not normal. It feels like it, if you keep ending up in narcissistic relationships, you think that's normal and it's not narcissism uh, narcissists are like less than one percent of the population okay like um it's things are always hard well for a lot of people things aren't always hard you think that's normal see what i'm saying like um i had a, a pattern of uh being really good at meeting people's expectations like once I knew what they wanted from me or, or for me, the, the person they wanted me to be, I could meet that expectation. No problem. And I had to spend a lot of time on my own to unravel that, to figure out who I even was, because it's not normal to mutate into what people want you to be. That's not normal. I thought it was. I thought that was love. I thought that was dedication and commitment. And it's not. I know it's not because I know myself better. I know the things that I like and the things that I don't like and how to meet my own needs. Um, I know way better what my self-expression looks like. I know how I love. I know me better. And so it would, it would be a lot more difficult for me to mutate at this point in my life. But I used to do it all the time. All the time. I used to have like a, I kept having a thing where I would overheat if I wasn't the favorite. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, I'm trying to decide if I should tell this. Yeah, I'm going to tell you. Um, 
when I was when I was really young. See, I'm storytelling again, but I'm going to go ahead and tell you because I already mentioned it. Um, when I was really young, there was a, uh, they were going to give out this, you know, student of the six weeks or whatever. I was like in second grade. Okay. And um, I was like, I'm getting that award. And I did everything. I handed out papers. <laughs> um, I I did. I cleaned the chalkboard. I mean, I did everything. I was like, I'm so excited. I'm going to get that award. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you know where this is going. <laughs> I did not get the award. They gave it to somebody else, another girl who sat across from me. And I had a, melt, a meltdown, a total meltdown, like, like in front of the class. I was like, oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> and it just like, I could feel myself recede. I don't remember anything after that. I don't know if I went to the nurse's office. I don't know if my mom came and got me. <laughs> I don't know if I went back to my chair and just sat down and stopped. I don't know. <laughs> but that's that has been thematic in my life where I'm like, oh, I'm the favorite. I'm the favorite. It's like, oh, shit. <laughs> if you do that often enough, you do you do what you got to do to be the favorite, right? You lose sight of who you are. You lose sight of who you are. And that's what I'm saying about this new moon is looking up and see what has become normal to you. When maybe it's not. Maybe it's not normal. Maybe you don't like eggs. <laughs> but you've always had eggs in the morning because that's how you were raised. You know what I mean? You're like, fuck eggs. I don't like eggs at all. <laughs> or whatever you know what I'm saying like evaluating it's an inside job of evaluating what do have I grown to consider to be normal but it's holding me back it's stopping it's stopping you from full self-expression it's stopping you from wanting an authentic life for yourself it's affecting your connection with other people like it's it's keeping things too superficial. It's that you're not really close with people. Do you see what I'm saying? Like Taurus is that Jupiter and Uranus retrograde in Taurus is there's a higher quality of life on offer, but you have to get things out of the way. You have to you have to get get things out of the way that are keeping you keeping your standards too low for yourself. Okay, so you're not going to figure everything out under this new moon. I mean, I don't want to put a cap on you. Figure figure things out if you can, sure. But what I'm saying is that there's more to be discovered. There is more in the way than you realize. And if it feels really dense, then you need to be here more, not less. Okay. I, I happen to not have any um, natal placements in earth signs. And so whenever we have earth transits like this, Holy shit. For, for me, it feels like somebody turned up the gravity. God damn. Everything is so dense. Um, but I, what, I, what I try to do is be in the earth. Don't try to escape. There's no escaping. There's nowhere to go. You're you. Wherever you go, you, you're still you. There's nothing to escape to or out of. Life just is. Life is what is right now. This is life happening. Okay. And if, if, if something doesn't match your frequency or if the quality of life is too low 
or if you feel like you're stunted in some way, then that's something to work through, not escape from. You see what I'm saying? And something that definitely is apparent whenever every, we have so many retrogrades is it's not going to come from outside of you. It's inside. That's where I think uh, people are having like issues in relationships. Mars is in detriment in Libra right now. And that it, what it should be is learning how to stand up for and guard your own sense of peace and harmony and flow. That's what it should be. Okay. But it's coming out. If you're, if you are not willing to face what needs to be faced, it can come out as passive aggression. And that would be like, I'll tell you exactly why everything's fucked up. It's because of that motherfucker over there. <laughs> and and it's not, it's not. I mean, like these, these transits can have a way of sneaking up on you. Like, um, the other day I was thinking, uh, I think it's weird, like how the people who are closest to me, they have never asked me what happened whenever I was younger. And I was thinking that I'm like, that is fucked up. That is fucked up. Why am I sitting here wondering why people don't ask me what happened when I was a kid? You know why I'm sitting here thinking that is because I'm not facing how it still affects me to this day. It has nothing to do with anybody else outside of me. Nothing. It's where I'm going. This has affected me in a way that is fixable, but I have to fix it. See what I'm saying? That passive aggression. It's not, it's not, no, it's not me. It's somebody over there. It's not true. It's not true. It's you. It's you. I promise it's you. Whatever you're looking at, it's an inside job. But the reality that you're in is a mirror to what's happening inside of you. And let me just say that I, while I, I can intellectually, I can understand that. I, when I hear myself say that, I feel sad. I just, I just feel sad because we're so far apart from each other right now that everything feels like it's an inside job. Everything feels like it's all up to you. Everything feels like there's no help. Everything. That's something that we're going to have to face whenever we get to Pluto in. Aquarius in at the end of January is we will be very very aware of how far apart we are from each other but it's still an inside job because we cannot find each other until we find ourselves if you are like me and you've got this thing where you can catch yourself mutating into what other people want you to be then you don't know who you are you have no idea where your belonging is where your connection is, what resonates with you. You have to find yourself first. You have to, or you're always lost, right? So it's, we find ourselves, we find each other, but we do, it's imperative that we find each other. It's a two-step process. We find ourselves so that we can find each other. And we're going to have to do it. But right now, under this new moon, you know, Try not to go back. Let's go back to the beginning. Try not to let yourself fall into worry that you're not going to figure it out, that you can't fix it. You don't know how you got here and you don't know how to change it. (laughs) I almost said, don't worry about it. (laughs) 
<laughs> but it is true. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Try not to worry <laughs> about the unknown right now. It's like that for everyone. It's like that for everyone. So if you're feeling relatively okay, check on other people. Yeah. If you're like, I feel pretty good, then ask somebody else if they need help. Because everyone feels like the energy has gone and turned inward. And it's really confusing to try and figure out uh, what needs to change and how we can move forward. And we're not going to move forward lightning fast. We're just not. But that's okay. That's okay. This is uh, it's about paying attention to where you are right now and having your own self-agency, not putting it over to store the story of what happened. Okay. Leave it alone. If you've already dug into the story of what happened enough and you'll know because you won't have an emotional charge on it anymore. Okay. If you're to that point, come back to the present moment. What do we need to do right now? What is the next right thing? And then you trust, you trust that this is happening how it needs to. You're okay. Thank you for joining me this week. If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.